FM Sports is back. Ow! In this episode of FM Sports, we review week 15 of the NFL. Now, Chris and I killed it with our predictions. We went 27-5 and combined. You are welcome. We then follow up with our picks for this upcoming NFL week. And with the season coming to an end, we will list who is winning their division, who's getting the wildcard spot, and who's missing the postseason entirely. Now, for those lucky few in the fantasy football playoffs, we list some top players. And Chris is going to let you know if you should start him or sit him. It is our last show before Christmas, people. So get the eggnog, maybe a little whiskey, and enjoy the ride. This is Florida Man Sports. All right, Chris, you ready for today? Slow down, man. Listen, it's the Christmas special. Yeah, what you got me for Christmas? Merry Christmas. What did you get me for Christmas? A whooping. <laughs> so you're about to get it right now, baby. I already gave you your gift <laughs> last week. Oh. Helping you get back into the season with oh, your picks. Okay. It's a, it's it's going to be a complete embarrassment. But that gift allowed to be more, you know, respectable, more competitive. Oh, thank you, thank you. What are you talking about? You're, you're the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Who cares what you have to say, Chris? Don't because we start things off with our Week 15 recap, Jesus. with of course our Florida teams. Yes, and we have a few handpicked games of substance to recap afterwards. The games we do not recap were due to messages on Twitter. Instagram that frankly were terrible. So my apologies to my Panthers, Rams, Patriot fans. Be better. Play more exciting games and we'll discuss them. So right now, Reach. two Florida teams with dominant performances and one with an utterly pathetic showing against mm. one of the top teams in the NFL. Tell me about the Jags who lost to the Ravens in Jacksonville, Chris. Absolutely. So the Jags are now eight and six, folks. Eight and six, and they are three and five at home. Losers of three straight. This one is going to sting for another day or two. And if the Jags miss winning their division, Johnny, if they miss winning the division, we're going to look back at this game and wonder what could have been. Two teams going in completely different directions. The Ravens, they're winners. Win mentality, right play, right time type of team opportunistic defense qb lamar jackson who's playing it on another level cool in the pocket playing some of the best football of his career but i've said this for weeks now folks and let's look at the jags two missed field goals for the jags team in the first it should have been 13 to 10 to end the half in the nfl momentum is a key to victory missing not one but two field goals in the first half deflated this team from the first and it was over after that you got crucial turnovers by trevor lawrence Gives the Ravens some field goals of their own. The Ravens put together another elite quality win, folks, over a team with a winning record. 268 passing yards and rushing by Lamar Jackson. 396 all-purpose yards of offense, and Lamar was responsible for 268 of them. 25 first downs. The Ravens are the number one team in the NFL, Johnny, riding that four-game win streak. Listen, last week, I picked the Ravens. We both did to win this game. But I, I picked the Ravens to win because I saw no heart in this Jags team. Right. This team has so much talent and potential, but just can't put it together. They can't have a mistake-free football game. Trevor Lawrence, two costly fumbles. He went 25-43. That isn't going to cut it 
against a good team. There was a stretch in this game where the Jags started on the Ravens' 40-yard line. Yes. Or closer. For four straight possessions. That means they don't move the ball an inch. They already are in field goal range. Granted, it's it's a long field goal, but still four straight possessions. Yeah, they don't get it done. Yeah. Zero points, Chris. Zero points. That has never happened in the history of the NFL. Before we, we jump ship here, Johnny, this is your team that you picked, right? So, I mean, and you did pick the Ravens to win, but this is your team. So, what's Thanks going on? Thanks for the reminder, Chris. What, what What's going on? Okay, well, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars, they have no heart. They have no toughness. Um, no, as you can say in the great holiday classic major league, no marbles. They have no marbles. <laughs> Three straight losses. And the Jags now have the Colts and the Texans on their heels with the same record, eight yep. and six. Yep. They have given the division back to anyone who wants it. I can't believe it, but Jacksonville has just completely just blown up, not in a good way, and have now made it a three-dog race, and we'll see what's going to happen moving forward. This is the Florida Man Sports Podcast, folks. We, we, we're we always going to give you the perspective from the Florida man. It doesn't necessarily mean that that we're going to give you the good highlights on the Florida teams. I hate to break it to you. I'm always going to be honest about it, right? And honestly, the expression of poop in the bed, right? The Jacksonville, what did I say in the beginning of the year? The worst thing that Jacksonville could do is play like the Jaguars. And look at what they're doing. No, I said that. Remember that, right? Yeah, you did. You did. You did. But the thing is that with the Jacksonville, they have time to redeem themselves. But they could have ran away with this division. And they just completely... Now, this game was a tough game. The Ravens are arguably one of the top teams in the NFL. They could have won this game. But still, they just... when You have four straight possessions in the opponent's 40-yard line. Yeah. That's guaranteed points. 100%. Guaranteed points. And you fail four out of four times. Turn the ball over. There's a reason why it's Fumble. never happened there. It, it drives me crazy. Absolutely. Anyway, the Miami Dolphins, they took on the Jersey Jets, Chris. Now, Miami was looking to make up for that complete choke job mm-hmm. against the Titans last week. Did they recover with this game, Chris? Oh, absolutely. Uh, and remember this, Johnny, not to not to poke holes at your, your analysis, right? But there was no MVP hopeful Tyreek Hill. Remember what you said, right? You said he can't win without him is what you said. Well, he wasn't there. No problem. I know you wish you had this as a narrative for as much as you've touted Hill and whatnot, but the Dolphins heard you last episode. They listened to the podcast, and they go and deliver their best performance of the year short of that 70-20 beat down to the Broncos a few weeks ago. Uh, two early turnovers by the Jets in this one put the Dolphins in excellent field position. They capitalized on both opportunities. It was 10-0 early, and the Dolphins never looked back. 290 all-purpose yards on offense, 16 first downs, 36 minutes time of possession. The Jets had zero answers for this Dolphins team. After throwing for 300 yards, Zach Wilson goes out with a concussion. I don't think that it would have mattered in this one. Jalen Waddle proves he is still a wide receiver one. Don't forget about him. Him and Raheem Morissette, who broke the individual rushing touchdown record for this Miami team. He broke the team record, the individual record, all in one game. Miami's high-priced uh, edge rusher, Johnny Bradley Chubb, yeah. had his best game since being traded to the Dolphins last November. Seven combined tackles, two strip sacks. Chubb also had three quarterback hits, two tackles for a loss, a fumble recovery from Miami, who is now, by the way, they're the ninth-ranked defense. 
He leads the NFL with six forced fumbles. What a great game to watch. Yeah, see, it's all coming together, Chris. Right. Uh, I don't need a long review of this particular game. The Dolphins handled one of the worst offenses in football. Yeah. Now, yeah, so you mentioned Wilson did get hurt. He got the starts. He got hurt. I mm-hmm. uh, got a concussion late in the second quarter. But couldn't move the ball anyway. Uh, Simeon comes in. It was terrible with two picks. Dolphins were efficient on offense and dominance yeah. on defense. Now, they weren't close to as explosive as they could be with Hill being out. But they didn't need Hill. They're facing the Jersey Jets. They didn't need him. And luckily, what I see here moving forward, as long as the starters stay healthy, I still call the Dolphins winning the AFC. We'll get there. We're going to talk they, about that. They are no, just winning the AFC entirely. Like They're yeah. winning. They're in 10 of wow. record. And have a real shot for the number one overall seed in the conference. Wow. This is the team I expected. This is the team I expect to see most of the year with that dominant defense and a, a prolific offense. It's, yeah, you're right. It, it, it's something to where they haven't been able to really put it together. Yeah. And this game, they put it together. Yes, against the Jets. But they put yeah, it together. I was going to say, keep it in perspective, man. It's but the Jets. Still, okay. They put it together, and it's something to where um, other teams should be very careful. No, it's a good win anyway, yeah. Listen, we end the recap of our Florida teams with Chris's wet dream. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> uh, who went into Lambeau, won a decisive game. Wipe the drool from your mouth, Chris, and tell me about this game. My friend, what you're basically saying is that you're saving the best for last, rightfully so. This was a thriller from start to finish, and it's not because I was already drunk halfway through the game, right? This was a thriller. Last week, I stated, and I quote, I said, Baker Mayfield is officially a buck, to which Johnny Cinco, fluid Johnny, bashed or laughed the fact that he didn't have a good statistical game. He questioned my authority when it comes to Buccaneers knowledge. Well, Baker Mayfield, who is a huge fan of Florida Man Sports here, got tired of you running that gobbler of yours, responds with a perfect statistical game. 452 yards of offense in this one, 22 first downs, four touchdowns by Mayfield. On the other side of the ball for the Packers, they didn't play a bad game. So you, you, th- this gives more credit to the Bucks, right? They, they actually played a pretty decent game. 321 yards of offense, 284 yards, two touchdowns by Jordan Love. Aaron Jones comes back. That's something that nobody was talking about. He was in the IR for a few weeks. He comes back. But the division-leading Tampa Bay Bucks are just too good to be stopped. Offensive coordinator Canales has done an amazing job with Baker Mayfield and this Tampa offense. They are believing in the system, folks. For their first year working together, this offense is coming alive at the right freaking time. The Florida Man Sports Podcast will refrain from calling our local Florida team the Tampa Bay Yacht Boys because I will post... Johnny's home address after the show if he doesn't stop. First of all, I, I went ahead and respected this win enough. I didn't say the Yacht Boys. I said I called them my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You want to go ahead and do that? Okay, no problem. Last week, Chris went nuts. You were wrong. I was right. He went nuts over a win, really over a mediocre team, and was ready to crown Baker Mayfield after 155 yards. 50% completion percentage performance. Now, this performance was not only Baker Mayfield's best as a buck. It was, frankly, the best he's ever had in his pro career. 381 yards passing, four touchdowns, perfect passer rating. That's an elite performance. Against oh. a team with a losing record. 
Let's just let's put this in perspective. It was an elite performance against a team with a losing record. So I, calm down. I'm sorry, Tampa Bay. Sorry, fans. sorry. I'm gonna jump in. Flag on the play. Nobody in the history, how long has the Green Bay Packers been since the beginning of time for the NFL? And nobody has ever had a perfect rating at Lambeau Field. So you know what, Johnny? You said, and I quote, that I will stop calling them the Yacht Boys when they beat the Jaguars. Well, you know what they did? They beat the Packers. Okay. okay? They played the Jaguars this week. Correct. So put some respect on their name. I was right and you were wrong. How about them Bucks, baby? Let's go. Okay. Let's I, I, go. I'm the one that brought up the fact that he had that perfect passer rating there. So I think, so at the end of the day, I, I brought it up out of respect, but I want to put things in perspective. It's still a oh, losing okay. team. Right. As much as uh, this, you know, uh, it's a much needed win for the Bucks, who needed to keep up with the Saints, who also won. It was an impressive win. So I'm going to give it to them. The defense stepped up. When they needed to, the offense played their best game of the season. So well done. Better. But what's the end game, Tampa? You better uh, you better like, spend no, no. money. What's the end game? What's the end game? You you you're gonna go and finish out. You finish around 500 record, maybe make the playoffs. Regardless, you're going to lose Mike Evans at the end of the season. Oh, stop trying probably, to bring up. Stop. Yeah, I'm going, stop. No, probably okay. Godwin. Stop. Look, and you're gonna have a terrible draft pick. Okay. Okay, this after is, this, this is, game, I heard all the talk about re-signing Mayfield. Calm pe- down. People. Calm down. You Buck fans get so excited at the idea of winning. You know what? Okay. You know what, Johnny? I'll give you I'll give you this. No, no. If Baker Mayfield wins out, mm-hmm. if he can win out, okay. he earns that contract. Okay. Otherwise, look for a complete rebuild okay. Tampa in this particular otherwise our fans can can always know that johnny's always there right on time with his backhanded compliment as he always likes to do now he calls them the buccaneers not the yacht boys because he can't call them anything else okay you know what but I, now I, he I, wants to bring I, I in a narrative no 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 dominant way, now, I didn't call them now you want to you know now what? you want to bring okay. a narrative that they're not going to re-sign this or that listen you got to pay peter before paying paul so just relax yeah, uh, uh, right now okay. right we'll, now we'll right now we're in the playoffs Right now, we're winning the division. And right now, more important than anything, if you've listened to this podcast, I've always said the Bucks got to win nine to win the division. And guess what? They're in the playoffs. So okay. that's the narrative. I don't, okay. t- don't talk to me about next season. The off season, we'll talk about that No, now. I'm going to talk to you about it a little okay. bit. So you're telling right. me that they're going to re-sign Evans? Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to fall for that. Listen, folks, <laughs> this is a Florida Man Sports Podcast. I'm not going to fall for Johnny's oh, tricks here. We, 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 just, we just talked about the Florida teams politics, my friend. And, the games, and the games that were. However, Johnny did make a really, really good point. We're only going to highlight a handful of games that you, the fans, have been asking for. Again, we're on Twitter. We're on social media. We're on all three or four podcast networks. So if you want us to talk about your game, please post it. Let us know about it. But Johnny, let's give the people what they want. We're going to start with my boy, Chris, who is a diehard Lions fan. This guy, has, he's, a, he's actually a Dolphin and Lions fan, which that's a whole other story. But anyways, what? I know. Anyways, the Lions were in a must-win game, Johnny. They dominate 42-17. to 17. How did this one go? Lions are back, baby. <laughs> what, what, this is... The Lions team I expected all season. And we've seen flashes earlier, but now towards the end of the season, the Lions are ready to win some playoff games. I watched the uh, the Barry Sanders documentary on Prime, mm. and it reminded me of your blasphemy when you attempted to compare <laughs> the career of Barry Sanders, the greatest running back of all time, 
to that of Tiki Barber. You've got to be kidding me. It pissed me off. That was such a ridiculous comparison. I don't know what you're talking about. And I, I urge you, Chris, and anybody who's listening, to please watch that uh, that great, great documentary on the great Barry Sanders on Prime. It was just released about a week or so ago. And I um, apologize to all the Lions fans to have that to listen to Chris speak some nonsense. But back to the game. You know, golf through for five touchdowns. Gibbs, he ran for 100. Uh, defensively, they were dominant. Mm. The Lions are for real. Like I said, preseason. You laughed at me, Chris. And when I picked the Lions to win the division, you picked the Vikings for some reason. I'm telling you, the Lions are going to play spoiler in the playoffs. I mean, mm. real, wow. real, real talk. Wow. Okay. Would you pick this team to lose against the Cowboys if they played a playoff game next week in Detroit? Cowboys win. You're telling me the Cowboys are winning in Detroit Cow- against this Lions team. Cowboys win. That's a bunch of nonsense. Cowboys win. That's, that's straight face. That Cowboys is, win. That is such okay. foolishness. We'll get there. So, so we'll get there. I, I, I appreciate you saying that. I'm sorry for the Lions fans who are listening because you had to hear some nonsense that the Cowboys are going to beat the Lions in Detroit. Okay. So uh, highlighting this game, I got to jump in and give you because that's the, that's what this is about. This game, Johnny Cinco. Uh, I'm going to give you the stats. I love stats, right? So the NFC North leading Lions, 10-4, and four, could clinch a spot in the postseason for the first time since 2016. That's really the story here. If Detroit wins a division title for the first time since 1993, what were you doing in 1993, Johnny? I was but, watching Barry Sanders. There you go, right? It, they would host a playoff game. The Lions have only won one playoff victory since the franchise won the NFL title. In 1957. Diablo. Those are the stats. So, so much history on the line for this Lions team. May I remind you, Johnny, They, you talked about my Vikings that I picked, right? They play the Vikings twice and the Cowboys to finish the season. So, before you start crowning things, just let you know, there's still a lot of football left. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, cr- I'm crowning. Okay. I'm just it, it, it out there. Uh, uh, Case Keenum. Keenum is going to go ahead and take them out twice? All right, man. Go ahead. Oh, we'll see. There's plenty of football right, left. Sure. Bears and Browns, another game that was high in man. Johnny, Joe Flacco does it again. Browns win 20-17. to How did this one go for you? Old man Flacco. <laughs> down 17-7 to in the fourth, and Flacco delivers for this Browns mm. team. The Bears, they can't close out games at all this year. It was an impressive win for the Browns, who refused to go away. Um, they're riding this elite defense. Average Joe all the way to the playoffs. You know I'm hearing whispers, Chris, and my sources are. are you? Yeah, they are. My sources are, are telling me that the, the Bears, yep. are a team that's uh, interested in a one Bill Belichick. Oh my now, God! Bill's the greatest coach. I of all was time. praying that this would be the episode that you wouldn't bring up Bill Belichick. Bill's the greatest coach of oh all time. But um, Jesus. you know, all those draft picks, Chicago. You better not let him be the GM. Now, granted. It's not like you guys are killing it with your draft picks over the last decade, but still. Mm. You know, Bill would be a great coach in Chicago, but I prefer him to stay and retire in New England. But that's just something I've been hearing after this particular game. But it was a great, great win by the Browns, who the Chicago really, they fought him tough. But Mm. old man Flacco, average Joe, showed up (laughs) and went ahead and won this game. Yeah, Joe, Joe Flacco passed for 374 yards. 212 in the fourth quarter. 212 yards in the fourth quarter. That's got to be some freaking stat, man. Set up Dustin Hopkins for that 34-yard field goal with 32 seconds left. And that's really what what ended up, you know, getting them the win. So, 
I'm so impressed by the Browns. I said this in the previous episode, Johnny. I'm going to say it again. Uh, the coach, man, he he deserves some type of like award or in contention at least for coach of the year because how many quarterbacks have you gone through? Seriously, how many quarterbacks? And you're still at now you're at nine and five. That's that's incredible. Well, there's a reason I picked the Browns to win the division. I just needed garbage, you know, rub me down Watson to to be an <laughs> average quarterback, and he couldn't even be that. He 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 wasn't even available to play. Most of the time. And he was there. He was less than average. So they went ahead and picked up the most average QB of all time in Joe Flacco. And with this elite defense, had played this way. If they had Joe Flacco all year, they'd be winning this division. It would be, be wow. lights out. Wow. But okay. they don't. They've had him there. But props to Joe. Every man. Average Flacco. He's really allowing this team to be in contention it'll be interesting right as the last three games last three weeks go on we'll see how that goes uh let's move on to another game where another listener lorenzo he posted on like freaking i think it was instagram he was like hey you 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 guys got to talk about this so i guess we got to talk about it chargers and raiders johnny the raiders did their best miami dolphins impersonation they demolished the chargers and a coach is gone how did this game go okay let's let's forget the game for a minute Okay. All right. What have I been saying since week four, Chris? What I said in week three. That the Chargers needed to get rid of this bum Staley. Now, his play calling was elementary. Mm. His overall grasp of the game was lacking. I was telling you and everyone that he is the worst coach in the league. Mm. But people like Chris loved his speeches. And dragged on the inevitable for 12 more weeks. Let's go over Staley's career highlights. His achievements, if you will, with these Chargers. Okay? Let's see here. Um, In 2021, last game of the season, the Raiders appeared to settle for a tie with the ball. 38 seconds left. They were fine with going with the tie. But this fool goes ahead and calls a timeout. Now, why would the why would the Raiders be okay with just letting it go? Because the Raiders appeared to not be total bastards and knew that a tie would allow both teams into the playoffs. Instead, this fool, this moron, called the timeout and had the Raiders scratching their heads, like, okay, fine. They went ahead and kicked the field goal and won the game, knocked the Chargers out of the playoffs. Should have been fired for that move alone. 2022, blew a 27-0 lead in the second half of last year's playoff game. The third largest collapse in NFL playoff history. Then this moron Staley led his team and gave up 63 points to the Raiders. To the Raiders! 63 points to a kid named O'Connell who looks like he's in the Adams family. And finally... (laughs) This horrendous ownership, you know, finally does what everyone that knows football has been waiting for and fired this high school coach. It really shows you how important a good coach is. This team has a top five QB, running back, wide receiver, and defense. But with this coach who refused to let someone call defensive plays when everyone but ownership knew this guy didn't know what he was doing. That's true. Three wasted years for mm. Herbert, Eckler, Allen. But, you know, it's just wasted talent. 
And it's really been the story for this Chargers franchise, so I'm used to it. Well, folks, like I said, this this was by request by Lorenzo, so you know we got to talk about it. And I knew, see, I know my counterpart like the back of my hand. I knew that he would go on this rant about how he said the coach should have been fired because that's what I said, you know, that, nine that, weeks that, ago. That never happened. But that, anyways, here's about this game that you guys need to know. Devontae Adams is going to end up having the worst statistical season of his career in the last five years. And that really tells you all you need to know um, about the Raiders next season. I can tell you he's out of there. And, uh, you know, just, just throwing that out there. And five turnovers by the Chargers. If that is not a sign of a team who is not disciplined, Johnny, five, I, don't, I really don't know what is. I said it months ago. This coach would be fired. One great speech, because I did say that, can't save your season, folks. He's out of there. That's into that. It, it, with with Adams, it's it's you know you can be a great receiver. You need a decent quarterback to absolutely throw your ball. and a system. You need, you need a something, system. something, something that's yeah. set up in place. Absolutely. So like as great as a receiver he is, Chris has been saying since week two that Adams is going to be traded as request. And I told you, it's not going to happen. It's going to happen in the offseason. Well, I was half right. He did request a trade. He was no, denied. No, no, no. I was no, half no. right. He, he never yeah. requested a trade. Oh, my sources. No, my he, was, sources. he never requested a trade. I have the text the only thing, The only thing that was <laughs> said in place was he was unhappy about certain things. Obviously, after Carr was sent off to New Orleans, that was his college. Uh, the the Raiders did say that he wasn't tradable. They did say that. He, he, was, say he that. wasn't happy about it. So he wasn't tradable right now. Right. But let's be clear, O'Connell, the, the the Adams family nephew, is not going to be the answer for the Raiders. It's not going to be the answer for Adams to stay in the into the Las Vegas organization. So I expect him to be traded in the offseason or by the draft time, but not going to be during the season, like I said. Trust your source. Hey, look, again, folks, Florida Man Sports here. We're giving you the, the games that were – by the fans, right? So this next one goes out to Krishna. Wants to talk about, even though they lost, talk about them boys. The Bills Mafia rejoices, Johnny. Bills beat the Cowboys. How did this game go? Be gentle, please. Listen, Be, it's gentle. A game, Be gentle. It's a game we both called. You know, we knew coming <laughs> yeah. into this, like, okay, Buffalo is playing desperate. Yes. And them boys were the Bills' latest victim. Dominant mm. Russian attack. Run it. They ran for 266 yards on them boys. Mm. Allen didn't even need to do much. He he completed seven passes for 94 yards. And they stomped on Dallas. Isn't that crazy, though? Johnny, isn't that crazy? It's insane. That's, that's crazy. It's, it's just one more game yards. that exposes the Cowboys for who they really are. Mm. A fraud. No, you know, I we were in our group texting that we have. I was getting bashed because even though I call the Bills to win, I'm high on the Cowboys. I have them winning their division, right? And I, I literally text what you just said, Johnny. I'm like, okay, this is like the most upside down game I've seen. 94 yards, Josh Allen. Prescott, 134, doesn't do any better, right? Just a crazy game. But you got to give credit to the Bills. 28 first downs, 351 total yards of offense. Don't tell me, don't tell me, Johnny, that the Bills aren't back at the right time. Getting hot at the right time. This is exactly what a team that's going to make a long playoff run do, right? And the Bills running game, to your point, Johnny, James Cook will continue to leave Leonard Fournette, if you guys forgot, Leonard Fournette in the practice squad if he continues to play like this. Because they still have him just hanging out in the practice squad. 
So what a, what a great game, and good job to the Bills, man. Yeah, so much for the Dak Prescott MVP hunt that, that Chris will talk about. Uh, we'll uh, get right. there. Dak is MVP. We'll Dak get MVP. there. We'll get 134 there. yards, no touchdowns on a pick. Yeah, MVP, MVP. I was waiting for you to His say MVP's that. MVP's announced it's done. I don't want to hear it. Uh, I was waiting for you to Because if say Dak that. wins the MVP, I'm done with football. Yes, I know. We're going to do we this know. podcast with just the one-sided. Fan, the fans know. Chris talking the about football okay. and me just being like silent eating popcorn. Yeah, eating popcorn. The fans know. The fans know. Look, last game that we're going to call, folks, which if everyone watched last night, if you were like me, because I'm an old man, I, I, I almost dozed off at halftime. I couldn't believe what happened in the fourth quarter. Johnny, the comeback that nobody saw coming. <laughs> Seahawks, the Johnny Seahawks win 20 to 17. With the Seahawks, <laughs> with Geno being out, right. being led by Drew right. Locke, yeah. shocked the Eagles. They won 20 to 17. Right. The Seahawks defense shut down Philly. They held Hurts to 143 yards. 17 for 31 passing. Two picks. Mm. Pathetic. 10 unanswered points in the fourth with Drew Locke going 92 yards on the final drive of the game and scored the game-winning touchdown on this supposed elite defense. Now, you know where the Eagles messed up, Chris? Where? Uh, Now, I know we can't change our picks when we make them live. I mean, we had um, a phenomenal week. You know, you know, you saw the record we have each. Oh, we want to talk about it. Oh, yeah. But we both missed this particular game. But when they announced midweek, this is what happened after we made our picks, that Matt Patricia is going to go ahead and be taking over the defensive play calling. I promise you, if we did this show daily, I would have let you and our listeners know on FM Sports to change their picks immediately. Expatriate coaches, especially Matt Patricia, like they don't know what the heck they're doing. It's a curse. Bill Belichick put on his former coaches when they leave. They better change that in the playoffs or it's going to be a very short playoff run. For yeah, Matt, Matt Patricia was calling plays on offense. No, it doesn't, dude, he's garbage. No, 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 I know, but I'm just saying he was calling an offense. Yeah. No, that's what they were announcing, yeah. But I, I, either way, I mean, so what you're basically saying is that because Patricia was calling calls, that's why they lost? That's what Correct. you're saying? But Mike Patricia is a joke. It's like he, he led the uh, the Detroit Lions into oblivion. And the Detroit Lions have had enough but, of oblivion. But, but I, I, I hate to argue with you on this, but that's because, and that's just my opinion, but Belichick-grown coaches are never good head coaches. They're good that's, coordinators. That's exactly what I was, they're they're good coordinators, but they're not. But they're you, not, not. But they're not head coaches. You're not they're, arguing with me, yeah. but still, they're not good head coaches. They're not good coordinators anywhere else because, yeah. for whatever reason, I told you, it's the Bill Belichick curse. He puts it on him. He's kind of like, oh, you <laughs> want to leave me? Yeah. You want to leave what this is? What's going to happen? Boom! No success anywhere else. <laughs> it's not happening. Toma. Tell me, tell me a coach or coordinator who had success outside of the Patriots. So. So, so I no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. For me in this game, I really don't have anything to say, but I do have two questions for you. Ready? Okay. One, what's wrong with Jalen Hurts? They've lost three in a row now. I know you can blame that he's sick this game or what have you, but what's wrong with Jalen Hurts? Uh, Matt Patricia. Good answer. Oh, okay. And for next week, Drew Locke or Geno Smith? It's Geno Smith. It's mm. Look, Drew okay. Locke did All this right. thing. He... he 
the defense really shut down this Philly team. And Drew Locke had, and hey, no no disrespect, 92 yard drive towards the end of the game to win this uh, game. And that's why I'm respect, asking the question. Respect. That's why I'm asking but the you don't, question. But you don't lose your, your spot because as a backup, you did your job. You, you exceeded expectations. And really, the defense gave you the opportunity to win. Yeah. And you showed up and you won. You took that victory from the Philly. Yeah, well, to, you know, to your point, and I, the reason why I asked the question is I'll answer myself as well. I, I agree with you. You do go back to Geno Smith because ultimately I would argue that the backup quarterback did their job, right? That's what they get paid to do. They get paid to win in these type of games, and good job to him. He did that. So You, you, you get paid to win a game. Yeah, like I agree. Maybe two games. Right. In the day, you have your Geno Smith earned that starting role. He's yeah, like, he don't lose no, I agree. because of this. I agree. But uh, those were the games that you know that were in Florida Man Sports. Almost gave you a perfect week. Woo! Unheard of. Let's go in the world of sports picks. We went twenty-seven and five Oof. as we look, you know, towards our record. We really try to be perfect, but that's almost impossible, folks. But, but John, Johnny, our, our fans want to know out of that you just said there. You know, how did we do individually? Because you and I, you, you, you and I, hold on, hold on, hold individually, on. Individually. You and I have a a thing where I've been beating you up the last nine you weeks. You haven't been beating so me anyways, up the last nine week. weeks. So the question, the question is, who won this week, Johnny? Here, here's the thing. Johnny, who won this week? Here's the thing with Chris. Oh, my Chris, God. Chris went 14 and 2. Okay. I went 13 and 3. Let's go. And, and Chris wants to go. Let's go. Beating you up. Now, Chris had... The one Christmas gift I gave him, which I regret oh, giving oh, him. Oh, okay. You know okay, what? All right, I all regret right. this Christmas okay. spirit. I okay. retract the Christmas spirit. Look, I'm just gonna I give you credit. Give, I'm gonna give you a back. compliment. You you went from being five and ten no, Johnny no, 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 to no, being no, no, second place, no, no, no. thirteen and three Johnny. That's, that's, that's a good job. You good can, job. You, you did good. Whatever you, did good. you want. Okay. I'm still holding a stranglehold on okay. our season record. Okay. But Chris wants to go ahead and try to play it off. Like he's okay. He had a we both. Dominant. We we saw he. I won first last week, so he copied just about all my picks. Oh, He's not gonna let go of the I knew you were gonna say that. To, and that's what happened. I knew you were gonna say that. So you know what? So you know what, Johnny? I dare you. Then let me go first this time. We start so with, that I can destroy we're you. We're gonna go ahead and do this the same way we've always done Let's it. Go. And we start with the Thursday night matchup: the Rams. They. Playing against your nemesis, Chris, the Saints. <laughs> yep. Who you got in this game? Yeah. Saints versus Rams. You won't be able to make any excuses, Johnny, because you have no idea where this is going. Look, folks, in this game, I got to give it to the NFL. There's so much on the line to start Thursday night football, Johnny. 7-7 seven and seven versus 7-7, seven and seven, trying to get into the playoffs, right? Seahawks and Saints are right behind the Rams in the playoff race, folks. The Rams, meanwhile, they're behind Minnesota for the sixth seed. The Rams are the better team, and they're at home. The Rams have wins against Cleveland and Seattle over the last few weeks. Those are some good wins. The Saints have lost to Minnesota and Detroit over the last five weeks. They've really only beat the Giants and the Panthers over the last two weeks. Come on, folks. They're holding each team to six points. So the question is, this, are the Saints defense for real? Or is it because they've played two bad teams on offense, which is why they, you know, six points and six points. So here's the deal, folks. The better team wins this one. Johnny, give me the Rams to come out on top and win. Rams will hold on a tight one and win Thursday night football. Listen, 
uh, you went this whole long, you know, this you're welcome. Fell asleep you're welcome. You're welcome. Why you were kind of going through this? You're long, welcome. You're this, welcome. This, this, this long nonsense. The the Saints, uh, they haven't won three in a row all year. The entire year, they have not won three in a row. The Saints have a losing record on the road this year, and they had a good game last week. But they're not really consistent. It's, it's obvious. They have it. They're not consistent. They haven't won three in a row. They've come off two straight wins. So that tells me, playing in L.A., the Rams are winning this game. The Rams win on this particular game, hmm. simple, over the Saints. Johnny, why are you picking the same people I'm picking, Johnny? Why are uh-huh. you picking the same people? Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. What you got next? The Cincinnati Bengals versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's go. The The Bengals, they're winners of three straight versus Steelers. Losers of three straight, right? So winners of three straight versus Steelers, losers of three straight. The Steelers have lost to bad teams in the Cardinals, Patriots, lost most recently to the Colts. The Bengals, on the other hand, they have wins against decent teams like Jacksonville, Indy, uh-huh. and Minnesota. Okay. So... To the uninformed observer, you would pick and assume. Yeah, you would pick and assume that the Bengals are clear ones to come out on top. Okay. That said, this Florida man knows better. I said last week that the Steelers should turn to Rudolph at QB. The coach listens to the show. Thank you, coach. And Rudolph will start in this one. Tired of being right. Jamar Chase is out for the Bengals with a shoulder injury. And to put a bow on this one, Johnny. The last win the Steelers have is against, drumroll, the Bengals. Give me the Steelers to turn this upside down, beat the Bengals. Steelers are the better team. They get it all together for this one. They win. This is why you listen to this show, folks. Because Chris likes to say, it's true. It's two different perspectives. So, he's right about that fact. I've seen Mason Rudolph play. Chris forgets. It's not good. It's not Rudolph good. Rudolph the Red it's, Nose it's Reindeer. Not, it's not going to help nope. with this pathetic Steelers offense. With this Steelers offense, with Pickens and, and uh, Trubisky. Pickett, excuse me. Pickett uh, and, and Trubisky. It's not good offense. And the worst part of his offense is Rudolph. Pickett, Rudolph is terrible. The Bengals are winning this game mm. specifically because... Mason Rudolph is a starting QB. I am the puppet master. It's, I knew you would say that. It's not going to happen. I, I knew you would say that. Cincy is winning this game mm. in Pittsburgh against mm. terrible, terrible offense. Mm-mm-mm. The Buffalo Bills going against the Los Angeles Chargers. Listen, folks. No special storyline here. The Bills have shown that they're contenders over the last four weeks. Winning three out of four. And by the way, the one that they lost was in overtime. Johnny said a few weeks back that they would be in danger of making the playoffs. Like, always. Like, this is what Johnny does. Like, just out of the left side of his mouth. They answered back by going on that run. Right side, right side. It's almost like every time Johnny declares something going one way, you know, folks. You know. Florida Man Sports Podcast. It's going to go the opposite way. So, the Bills win this one in Sophie Stadium. They continue to plow their way through the playoff race. Let's go. Listen, the Buffalo Bills, they dug themselves in a hole. Oh. And luckily for them, Miami lost against a team like the Titans and certain things that allowed them to still 
be in contention. But ultimately, they're lucky that the teams, other teams lost because Buffalo really dug themselves in that hole. Your narrative, I love it. Okay. But uh, Buffalo's Buffalo can't lose this game. They mm. can't. Mm. They will not lose this mm. game against the Chargers. Yes, thankfully the Chargers, Chargers have got rid of Staley. <laughs> Congratulations. And your reward are the Buffalo Bills who are hungry, who cannot lose can't right afford now. It. Can't afford they it. cannot afford it. So I have the Buffalo Bills beating the fake L.A. team and the mm. Chargers in this particular game. Indianapolis Colts. They're going against the Atlanta Falcons. Who's winning this game, Chris? This is the start of the Christmas Eve game, folks. So happy, Merry Christmas Eve. The Colts are like Johnny. They just they just won't go away. <laughs> Winners of four of the last five. The Colts are a better team and have more to play for in this one. The only question mark here is the injuries for the Colts that are piling up, folks. If you're playing fantasy football, Taylor, Moss, Pittman Jr., are all questionable but expected to play as of this episode. For the Falcons, changes again are coming at the QB position, right? Once again, they're flipping them. Yeah, for the second time, Heineke is taking over at QB, which actually, folks, this is actually a good thing. But when they turned to him the first time, I said it was a good move. I don't know why they keep flipping, like they're flipping burgers. I don't know. They need to stick with him for the rest of the year so you can see what you have in this kid. This game is going to be a close game because of that move. I give it to the Colts to squeak out a win here, stay in the AFC South race, and for the Falcons, you should be eliminated from the playoff contention after this one. Colts win. Um, Heineke is a better QB Thank you. than Ritter. Thank it's you. Like Ritter isn't, but, but Heineke, it's, it's not like you have to see what you have in this kid. You know what you got in Heineke. Heineke is a solid QB. Is he going to... Win you a game? Is he gonna? No, he's he's a game manager. He's the guy. He's a solid kid. I'm not trying to knock the kid. No, really no, I get it. I get it. We did well for the Commanders, uh, but in this particular game, it's simple. Even with the Colts using their backup in Tyler Minshew, uh, the Colts are a better team, and yeah. they need this win to stay in contention. The Colts are winning this game. The Seattle Seahawks. They're going against the Tennessee Titans, Chris. Who you got? You know, I love how Johnny Cinco and I, like, I, we've been doing these now. Johnny, we should have done this years ago, right? But now here we are. And I know how you are, so I already know who you're picking. It's irrelevant to me at this point. But, but I'm going to stick to my script because I know where you're going. This is going to be a great game to watch, folks. And it's going to be a great game because the Titans have not quit on Coach Rabel. Yes. Yes. They, they haven't quit be on him. great Patriot tight ends. Okay. They're 2-2 two and two over the last four games. And by the way, folks, both games, they lost in overtime. They haven't given up. The Titans are 4-3 and three at home. And it's clear that Levis is the QB of the future for this franchise. There's just no question about it. On the other side of the ball, Geno Smith is back at QB for this one. He's expected to start. After last week's win over the Eagles, the Seahawks showed that they can win with whoever is at quarterback. So that's irrelevant, even though he's back. The Seahawks are playing for their playoffs lives, right? That's very important, John. They're playing for their playoff lives, while the Titans have nothing to play for except for pride and for their coach. So who's winning this one? Well, I'm not proud of this, Johnny. Weeks ago, I called the Seahawks pretenders. 
I also renamed them the Johnny Seahawks. Remember that? Yeah. Right? Rightfully when, so. When I went. Right. Therefore, right. Right. Therefore, I finished what I started here. Titans win. They knocked the Seahawks out of the playoffs once and for all. Titans proved me right over the Johnny Seahawks. Let's go. This is where uh, Chris is 100% wrong. Uh, I knew it. I knew the it. The Mayo may not play. You know, like when it comes down He's to, playing. to Levis is hurt and he is doubtful for this particular game. It's early in the week, but I don't think he's going to play. And regardless if he plays or not. Now, obviously, if he plays, Tennessee has a better chance. But with going with the third string, it's a definite no. Seattle showed you the type of defense that they have. Offensively, they've always had some issues. But defense, this is a dominant defensive team. Tennessee hasn't shown to have like any real home field advantage, even though they're playing this game in Tennessee. Seattle needs this win. They're the only ones like fighting for something. And more than likely, it's going to be the third string quarterback playing for the Tennessee Titans. Save your money. The Seattle Seahawks are winning this game. You're you're five and ten, Johnny, telling people to save their money. I mean, I know I know this week you improved, but you're really really save your money. That's where you're going. With? I'll save your money because remember that Chris at one time was three and thirteen. Chris, I didn't even remember that. I can't. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you eliminated that from memory. That's good. <laughs> the Washington Commanders. They're playing the Jersey Jets. Who you got, Chris? The Washington Commanders and the Jersey Jets. Well, nobody cares. <laughs> I mean, that's the truth. Nobody who cares about this game. Both are going to be 5-10 and 10 after this one. Listen, guys. The hot dogs and the burgers are going to cost more than the entry to this game. Just being honest. I'm sorry, folks. It would be more entertaining watching Johnny play quarterback for the Jets. I mean, that'd be entertaining. See him getting sacked like three or four times. That would be funner to watch. Exactly. Make no mistake. They're both going to be 5-10 and 10 after this one. Who cares? This is a turd of the week, folks. I get it. We have to go over it. We have to pick and pick. Now, Rodgers was supposedly supposed to be back this week against the Commanders, Chris. You've been telling me for like five weeks on how the, the he's coming back Christmas Eve. He's coming back Christmas Eve. Commanders are going to win this game because the Jersey team is slightly more terrible than this Washington team. So mm-hmm. the Commanders are beating the Jets. You heard it here. The Green Bay Packers, they are playing the Carolina Panthers. Who you got? Yeah, folks, you got another no-brainer coming your way, right? The Packers will win but get eliminated at the same time. Isn't that crazy? They're going to win, but they're going to be eliminated. This game is more interesting from a fantasy football perspective. If you have Jordan Love as your QB from, you know, go ahead, you're good, right? For Green Bay, they're playing for pride at this point. Finish the year with a winning record. In order to do that, it starts here. You're not going to make the playoffs, but at least you have a winning record. The Panthers are not winning three games this year. So it's a no-brainer. Packers win by two or more touchdowns. I'm not going to make a long thing. It's not necessary. Green Bay wins against the worst team in football. Yeah, it's easy. I completely agree. (laughs) The Cleveland Browns, they are facing the Houston Texans. Yeah, Browns and Texans, folks. This, if you have it on your calendar, even if you're not a fan of these teams, this is game of the week. 
so much to play for in this game one. Game of the week? Oh, 100%. This is as close to a regular season playoff game as you're going to see, folks. And don't don't miss this one. The question is here. This is what it is. Can Joe Flacco do it again? Can he win three in a row? Does Joe Flacco have another 300-yard game in that 38-year-old arm? The battle of the rook versus the older-than-dirt veteran. This story really writes itself, Cinco. This is what it is. Yes. So so, so when this one is said and done, Johnny, the Texans are too good at home. They beat the Browns at home. As the chips begin to fall, Cleveland drops from fifth seed, and the Texans start making their unprecedented push to the playoffs. It's going to be a great game to watch. Uh, this is where I disagree with you. Cleveland and old man Flacco, they're going to win another one against this tough Texans team. Granted, CJ's back. They're playing at home. This defense has is really been playing lights out. So I give the Cleveland Browns the win against the Houston Texans. Oh, that, you're going to give them the win. I'm telling you right now, I'm glad that we disagree because yeah, you're going to be wrong, brother. But go ahead. The real game of the week, folks. This is the true game of the weeks, not the damn Browns and the, the Texans. Who cares? Four men don't give a damn about the Browns and Texans. We reviewed the game because we need to review the game. It's about the Jacksonville Jaguars. First, the Tampa Bay Yacht Boys. Yeah. What's happening here, Chris? Yeah, you call them the Yacht Boys now, right? You're going to put some respect on their name, folks. Look, Florida Man Sports Podcast, PSA for you boys and girls. This is Florida's game of the week. Florida's game of the week. Because whoever loses this game will essentially drop from the top of their respective division, right? So let me slow this down for Johnny Cinco. Johnny, what this means is, is the loser of this game will not be number one in their division. Do you understand that? Are you okay? That's hard for me to understand. I'm sure. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for breaking it down. On paper, both teams match up well. The Jaguars are an excellent team on the road. Excellent team on the road. This is another playoff game in the regular season for the Jaguars and the Bucks. The Jags are trying to stop a three-game losing skid against a team who's trying to get win number four. This is a freaking great game, man. Tampa Bay, let's rise to the occasion here. We don't need to make the playoffs, but we would need we we, we don't need this win to make it, right? To make it to the playoff, right? But we we would we would need to win the following two games to get to nine wins, like I said that we needed. So let's not play it so close to the vest. Let's not do that. Bucks win this one, baby. Let's go. No. Bucks win a close one. No, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not done, Cinco. Okay. Jo- Johnny is refrained from calling them the Yacht Boys after this one because the Bucks win, baby. Let's go. You're right. I already agreed to it, to where if the Bucks win again, let's go. beat the Jacksonville Jaguars, and oh, I'm not going to disrespect them by the Yacht Boys. The Yacht, they earned that Yacht Boys title from just their complete lack of effort. I'm not going to call them the Bucks. But this is the game of the week here on FM Sports. Both teams need this. They say that we no, they need it. Yes, they can afford to lose the game, but they need this win. This Jacksonville team, they they've shown no heart. Uh, but they are a better team on paper, and they get a desperately needed win against this Yacht Boys team. The Jacksonville Jaguars are a better team. They're just a better team than Tampa. They are. So, can Baker replicate what he just did against the Packers? 
highly unlikely. I haven't seen back-to-back 300-yard multiple touchdown games by Baker Mayfield since he was in Oklahoma. Mm. It doesn't happen in the pros. He's going to do it against this Jags team? Show me. Shut me up, yacht boys. Shut me up. Mm, 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 mm. Arizona Cardinals at Chicago Bears. If this podcast could go like three hours long, I would destroy and own you. But I'm going to move on. Cardinals, Bears. The these the only storyline here is two QBs playing for their jobs on two teams who don't really want them. Isn't that crazy? That's really the story yeah, here. Yeah. But both are playing for their jobs on someone else's team. So it should be a good game. It wouldn't surprise me if it was a high-scoring game. Both teams, nothing to play for but draft picks and possibly quarterback trades. After it settles, the Bears are going to win. They are the better team, which is really not saying much. But it should be a good game for what it's worth. Yeah, it's the same, but I'm not going to waste too much time. Chicago wins this game against a Cardinals team that has yet to win with Murray back. It's just not. This team is not the same. Cardinals, Murray should have went to baseball. He stuck there, and he got he whined his way to a good contract. But at the end of the day, the Chicago Bears are winning this particular game. Mm. Now, the Dallas Cowboys, they're driving down south to face the Miami Dolphins. Who you got, Chris? Let's go. Uh, another game where I know who Johnny's picking, right? Predictable Johnny. That's another nickname coming it's out. Not too. predictable Johnny. I already I, know I Johnny's going. I know where he's going. Hey, excuse podcasts. me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. It's my turn. Easy pick, Johnny. Trying to get ahead of me. Win a week of picks. Blah blah blah. Your division winner versus my division winner. That's the storyline for this one, folks. I challenge you, Johnny, to jump out of your shell, man up for once. I challenge you. Put your Miami fanboy hat down and make picks like a man, okay? The Dolphins, my friends, will have two losses at home all season. And this will be loss number two. The Cowboys control their destiny because they know it. And they win. They win. They beat the Eagles to for the division. It's that simple. The Dolphins lose this one. And with the Bills winning... The AFC East will be one game swing. Tired of being right. Mic drop. Listen, if you listen to this podcast, um, you know that I'm not a Dolphins fan. You know exactly where my allegiance lies. Still, I I pick Miami to not only win their division, but to win the AFC. In this particular game, you know I'm riding with Dolphins. Mm. Cowboys... Only beat the Giants and the Panthers on the road. That's it. Miami, with the exception of that complete collapse against the Titans, are pretty damn good at home. Miami, with a healthy hill back, will show them boys what a real contender can do. Really, it comes down to this particular game. It's the battle of... The haters. You have haters on the Cowboys side, haters on the Dolphins side. Who can win this game? The winner of this particular game is going to show that, okay, you know what? They're going to contend. And simple, Miami Dolphins 
are the real contenders. I, I, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, and they're going you. to win this game. That's such a that's such a. I already knew who we were going to pick, but Ooh, that's so easy. You're picking them at home that's at Hard easy. Rock Stadium. That's, that's, that's not easy. easy. That's not easy. That's easy. The Dolphins, okay. I pick. Right. You know what's not easy? You're going to lose anyway. You know it's irrelevant because you're going to lose. What's so not cares? easy is picking wow. the Dolphins preseason. When it's like they haven't won a division in a decade. After they lose this one at home, then I want to hear what you have to say. Okay, we'll see. Yeah. We'll talk. No, don't prompt. Then we'll talk about how your Dallas Cowboys are not really much of anything. Can we can we can we talk about the Detroit game or are we gonna go Patriots Mark? Where are we going? We're going to the New England <laughs> Patriots. <laughs> They're going against the Denver Broncos. Right. Who you got? This is the type of game that the Patriots would win, right? I want to start there. This is literally a game that they would win because there's nothing to play for. And you ruined the Broncos parade. Belichick sticking it one more time to Sean Payton one, just one last time before he leaves the Patriots. So that's like the storyline, right? However, Russell Wilson is known for sticking it to the Patriots, right? And he's going to oh, have something to say. Oh, he, 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 he in, in Super Bowl? He, he, in Super Bowl? That's what he's known for? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Are, are you good? Are you good? Are you having? You having? You having? You having withdrawals there, Patriot fan? Are you good? So look, man, Russell Wilson's gonna say about this one. So he loves playing against the Patriots, the New England Pastrami's, as they've been known. That said, the Broncos win, and I will screenshot the Patriots being four and twelve, and I'm gonna send screenshots to Johnny Cinco from time to time when he least expects it because Broncos win, baby. That's the prediction. Okay, so. The, the Patriots have three wins, not four. Well, I'm saying after this. But you're picking the, the, after you're picking this. the, picking the Broncos to win. After this. What? So, you're picking the Broncos to win? Yeah. So, the Broncos are going to win. They're still going to have three wins, you moron. No, no. You misunderstood me. That's okay. Go ahead. They're, you said they're going to be four and 12. No, I said they're going to be three you're and 12. A you're a mess. I said, okay. I said they're going to be three and 12. It's okay. It's, I'm glad I said I'm three got, and 12. I'm, I'm glad I got this recorded. You huh. did it, but it's okay. I, the, I challenge everyone to listen to this three <laughs> times and to see which one I really said. It's, it's simple, folks. I love my New England Patriots. And, we know. Uh, we the, know. And Russell Wilson does not want to face ever again this Patriots team. But uh, Denver is going to win against this wow. Patriots team. You know what I got to tell you? I got to interrupt you here, throw a flag. You know that throughout this, this is our first series running, right? All these episodes. Uh-huh. You have yet to pick the Patriots to win a game. I have one. I, I don't think I, so. I, I, I have. And, and if you did, they lost. And if you did, they lost. So I haven't, I haven't in several weeks because yeah. what I'm, a not, shame. I'm not a delusion, del, delusional fan that's just going to pick him to win every single game. The Denver Broncos are going to win this game at home against the New England Patriots. And uh, thankfully, it's the end of the season. That's almost there. It's almost yeah. right there. And I've been thinking about the the next season and with it, the Pats. Uh, I figured, uh, you know, uh, what we should do. So yeah. I know. What do you guys say? What, what, what do you and, and, and I'm going to send you screenshots of the three and twelve. <laughs> three and twelve. Yeah, figures. three, three. It's like yeah. okay. You give us an extra win. <laughs> but simple. Listen, I, I'm a, obviously a, a lifelong fan of the the Pats. So through winning and losing, it doesn't matter. But in this particular game, at home in Denver, I give it to the Broncos. They're a better team, but. I figured out what we should do next. Uh, so, we're, we're going to the games. We'll get to no, that. No, we'll, no, get we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. So, get, go ahead. I didn't want to deal with too much of this particular game because it's obvious what's going to happen. The Broncos oh, are going to win. So, we most likely are not going to get the number one overall pick. 
I would have loved to. You know, Caleb Williams, the guy we're going towards. Panthers have uh, two wins. We have three. And I don't see the Panthers get another win. Uh, so that pick is going to the Bears. The Bears may, tree, may trade or, or keep that pick. But let's assume that uh, we don't get Caleb Williams. It's fine. It's, can, it's, can, it's, we, can we do this in the offseason? No, you, no, no. You, 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 you fanboy? I'm, I'm you Patriot this. fanboy? All right, this is the path for immediate AFC dominance, folks. Forget the whole thing with everything that's going on with Caleb Williams. The path for next year for the New England Patriots to be in the Super Bowl. Are you, are you ready for this, Chris? You ready, Chris? Are you ready? Okay. Are you ready? Oh, okay. God. Now, uh, I've been good this show, but you knew it was coming eventually. Brady sells his stake in the Raiders and oh, comes back. God. As a part owner, he cannot play unless he does so. So you, you must we're think, gonna go. Hey, mu- I'm I am speaking. You so. must think Quinn, I am Quinn listens to this show. I am speaking. Okay. Okay. He didn't get the proper farewell season. Hmm. He gets it back home with America's team, the New England Patriots. Gronk comes back. Gronk okay. comes back and... Okay, you with me so far, Chris? Yes. Okay. Now, we will most likely get a top three pick. Mm. So, we don't get Caleb Williams. Forget Caleb Williams. He's not number one overall. We're not getting that. Forget it. We get Marvin Harrison Jr. from Ohio State. And you know who we pay him, Chris? Well, his dad's going to be like, no, I want to play for the Colts. But go ahead. Yeah, the Colts are going to have the top pick. So he plays for the Patriots, and we pair him with who? Mike Evans. We pair him with Mike Evans, who's going to be a free agent. You got Brady. You got Gronk. You got Harrison. You got Evans. AFC Championship, baby. How am I not a GM? Florida Man Sports. This is the time where I have to apologize to our fans. We still have a diehard Patriot fan that's going to swing. Oh, this is amazing. We're we're talking about predictions this week. Let's get back on track. Let's get back on track. The Las Vegas Raiders. They're playing the Kansas City Chiefs. Who you got, Chris? This is a palate cleanser, folks. (laughs) A palate cleanser. The Chiefs. They beat the Patriots last week, but it was an ugly type of win. I think we can all agree on that. This one won't be a one of those wins where it's like an ugly win. I expect the Chiefs to get back on track offensively. I expect a three-touchdown type of win. Lorenzo cries himself to sleep once again as the Raiders will officially be eliminated from the playoff race. Let's be honest. Everyone knows they weren't really going to be there to begin with. The Chiefs are 10-5 and five after this one and back on track to contend for the playoffs. Nothing to overthink in this one, folks. No, this is going to be a closer game than what Chris is talking about. Nah. This is still a divisional game. The Vegas Raiders just dropped 60-plus on a team. Oh, stop. The, God, I knew we were going to say that. The Kansas City Chiefs are winning this game. But I'm telling you, they're going to win by... Maybe seven to ten points, if mm. not closer. It's going to be a closer game than what you realize. The Jersey Giants—they're playing the Philadelphia Eagles. Chris, who you got? 
the Jersey Giants, the New York Giants, man, the New York, the G-Men are playing the Eagles. And this is what I would call Palette Cleanser 2.0. It's coming your way. The Eagles are a much better team than the three-game losing streak indicates. I think everyone can agree with that. They lost a heartbreaker. Uh, and Lightning is not going to strike twice. Another team gets eliminated from the playoff contention after this one, folks. I find it so ironic how perspective is in the NFL. Listen to this, guys. The Lions are 10-4, and four, and people couldn't be happier and excited saying that they're making noise. The Eagles are 10-4, and four, and people are bailing on them. Give me a break, man. Give me a break. Philly's back on track after this one. They can't afford to lose this one with the Cowboys pulling the upset like I said that they would. So, yeah, Philly wins this one, no question. Yeah, Philly's going to beat down their divisional jersey foe. Eagles are winning this game. I'm not going on the whole thing uh, like Chris just did. Philly is beating the inferior team. Simple as that. Moving on. The game of the week. The, that's not the uh, the team we talked about, the Buccaneers and, and the Jaguars. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens. They're playing against the San Francisco 49ers. What do you got, Chris? Well, this is the greatest game of the week, folks. It really is. But I'm not going to let you forget also, Johnny. We do got to talk about the Lions and the Vikings. So we will go. Out, we will talk about them after this one. But the greatest game of the week, you are right, folks. The can't-miss game of the week. The winner here, in my humble opinion, takes the MVP. That's the type of game this is, folks. The number one AFC team versus the number one NFC team. Right to finish uh, to finish uh, Monday Night Football, both at eleven and three. This is another game that when we look back, Johnny, whoever picks this game right between you and I is the real one. So that's the oh, question here. It's the real it one. Oh yeah, is that what it is? let's give the people what they want. <laughs> Johnny, man up. Okay. Here's my prediction, folks. The Ravens win this game. It's not McCaffrey. It's not Purdy. It's Lamar Jackson for MVP who balls out and he pulls a Christian human. And like I carry you, Johnny, through this show, he will carry his team to a W against unprecedented odd. The Ravens fly, baby. Ravens fly. That's ridiculous. Let's go. Listen, San Francisco is the better team. That's without question. Lamar won't be able to throw against this particular defense. Not that he can throw against really any defense, but uh, they can still win games if he rushes for 200 yards or such. So if he runs and runs and runs, he's going to try to run in this particular game. He's going to try to, which worries me because I think this is a game if he tries to run for 120 yards where he gets injured. He's going to have to run for 200 yards for this Ravens team to win this game. But in San Francisco, mm. are you kidding me? Mm. You tell me the Ravens are going to beat San Francisco in San Francisco? No. Niners, who have shown right now to be the best team in the NFL, are going to win this game. And they're going to win it relatively easily. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. Let's finish up with the Detroit Lions. They're playing the Minnesota Vikings divisional game. Who you got, Chris? Yeah, this is this is a great one. And 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 man, folks, look, the, the Lions, they can't lose this game, right, Johnny? I mean, it would be impossible for the Lions to do, lose this game. Right, Chris? If you're still listening, it would be impossible. 
They're 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 coming out of their best, most convincing win of the season. Which, since you haven't beat a team with a winning record, it really, it's really not saying much. And here's the deal. The Lions and the Vikings play twice in three weeks to finish out the year. Johnny Cinco, if the Vikings win both games, they would be one game behind the Lions for the division crown. The other game the Lions have is against them boys. So don't look out now, but in this division... It is far from over. The Lions will have to earn this division over the next three weeks. For the Vikings, another amazing coaching job by Kevin O'Connell. All the adversity and QB changes to keep this team relevant. Future coach of the year right there. The question for this one is this, folks. Can the Lions put their, put their foot on the neck of the Vikings to win this game? Get it over with. Put the Vikings out of their misery. Can they do it? Or do the Vikings have more tricks up their sleeves to create doubt for this Lions team, create their own destiny to the playoffs? So I know who Johnny's picking. We all know who Johnny's picking, right? He goes with the safe bet. He can finally win a week against me, blah, blah, blah. But I'm taking the Vikings for one more week to find an answer and win this game at home. Give the Viking fans one more week to celebrate. Keep this playoff race alive. Let's go, Vikings. I fell asleep. Who'd you pick? I forgot. I didn't see who you picked. Oh, oh, that's so uh, cute. Regardless of who you picked. Yeah, Lions. Go ahead. uh, Oh, you pick? No, I picked the Vikings. I'm sure you're you're, you're a mess. I already know you picked. Detroit is going to knock out Minnesota's playoff See what I mean, folks? See what I mean? They're going to knock them out the window. It's obvious to anyone, but without that long nonsense that Chris just said about the Vikings, (sighs) what... Keenum, Keenum, like couldn't win last week, and he had every opportunity to win. He's the the Detroit. And th- this Lions. is why I beat you for the last five weeks, John. For the last five, okay. Yeah. Just make up numbers. You should yep. be a politician. Yeah. The, the Detroit Lions are playing great football. They showed oh, one exactly, game, one game. Yeah, they they really put it all together. Jesus, there's a lot of teams right now where you want to put things together, but their offense. Their defense, special teams, and I feel that the Detroit Lions really are really doing what they need to do. They're not going to lose this game. They're not going to lose this game against a divisional foe. Are you kidding me? Okay. An inferior divisional foe. Lions are winning this game. Bet your house. Bet, bet your house. Your four hundred one k. Wow. Bet whatever you want. Wow. The Lions are winning. This game. Public service announcement. This is just a game and show for fun. We are not we are not licensed anything. If you decide to do this, it's at your own risk. This is just for fun. Scared money because, don't make money. Because Johnny has been wrong three out of the last four weeks. I've, I've and, not. And, I've and not. I'm tired of being right. Look, folks, I, I, you and I can agree on this, Johnny. This year, not because the Florida Man Sports Podcast is here, but this year it's probably the most aggressive, most like it's a great year of football, right? As far as there's still teams that are still in it, it's, it's still been, play. It's been a one of the most competitive, yes, football yes, absolutely. seasons as of late, absolutely. And yes. so, with that said, folks, at, at this point in time, what we need to do with three games left is we need to look back at who we thought was going to be the division champion, and who really is the division champion, John. Is that fair? Let, let's go through it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, you, you have your picks preseason. That's right. just without seeing this team play. Right, right. And you're trying to look at to where, right. okay, 
We saw the team preseason. Right now, the season's almost over. Where, where are we at? Were you, were you right or wrong, and are you changing your mind? Correct. And that's the bottom line. So let's start, folks, with the AFC East. Mm-hmm. Originally, Johnny Cinco picked the Dolphins. I picked the Bills. Johnny, are you sticking with the Dolphins? And if so, if not, go ahead. Floor is yours. No, you are correct. I did have the Dolphins winning this in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're going through most of the season, there's no reason to change that pick. 10-4 and four record, they have the Cowboys, Ravens, and Bills left. Mm. Two of these games are at home. We will see once and for all if the Dolphins are for real. This stretch of tough games will determine if they are worthy. I have them as winning the AFC, the entire conference after winning, and going to the Super Bowl. If they are healthy, I think... They will represent the AFC in our Super Bowl. I stand corrected. Okay, you stand corrected. Uh, okay, all right. Well, we'll 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 have our followers Let correct you on I that nonsense. I stand by my early season picks. Not only have the Bills had the harder schedule, but I I almost feel like this is the best thing that could have happened to them. When you're talking That's about the best thing, oh, absolutely. And and here's why: you battle adversity early. Right, and and you overcome that. That's a true sign of a champion. Somebody who's playing to win games. True sign you, of a you, champion. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. Excuse me, Cinco. You had your chance. It's 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 the big boy has the mic. <laughs> the Bills. They've built an identity for themselves. They're grinders. They're not going to go away. Every game they've lost has been by seven points or less. Again. Every game the Bills have lost has been by seven points or less. More important than all that. They're heating up at the right time. Games against the Chargers, the Pastrami Patriots, before they finish against the Dolphins, which is going to be a great game, by the way. I said the Dolphins would lose this week to the Cowboys. I said that earlier. They play the Ravens, like you said, and they finish, like I said, against, you know, as far as the schedule goes, where they're going to finish. This could come to the last game of the week for this division. I'm sticking with the Bills, Johnny Cinco. The Bills are going to win. They're going to beat out the Dolphins. Who, who do they have? You, you said yourself. They have the what? The, the Ravens. Mm-hmm. The, they have the Dolphins. And they have who's the last game? The Cowboys? Those are the three games they have the Bills have won? No, no. The, the, the games against the Chargers, Patriots, before they finish against the Dolphins. So you're saying they're going to win all three games? Oh, I think that they're going to, and I think that the Dolphins are going to lose. You said who the Dolphins are playing, Johnny. Uh, the Dolphins have a harder schedule, man. Come on. Yeah, before I, their showdown, they have the right hardest now, schedule. Yeah. I, I disagree with you on that. Right. Well, well like, it, it's good. It's good to know that you're picking the Dolphins, the team that you had, right? You're picking them to win everything, and I'm sticking with the Bills. We can agree to disagree, but that's where we're at. So, you say so. If the AFC North, Johnny, you picked the Browns, I picked the Bengals. I know. How do you see this division going? No, I did have the Browns winning this in the preseason, but you know, injuries honestly hurt that. The uh, the Ravens seem to be the clear divisional champs here, but the Browns have given a heck of a fight. They did, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ravens just need really one more victory or a Browns loss to clinch the division. So it's clear that the AFC North, pending a complete collapse, is going to the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, couldn't I, I couldn't agree more. I, I picked Cincinnati. My pick wasn't bad, but I, I can't control injuries, Johnny. Believe it or not, I know I'm good. 
but I can't control injuries. That's just that's just the reality. Mediocre. The, the the Bengals won't make the playoffs. They're the one team in the NFL that their record is not indicative of the real playoff teams. They're 0 and 4 in the division. No team in NFL history has been 0 and 3 and made the playoffs in NFL history. So I don't expect an 0 and 4 team to break that record. I have them losing this week. Then they play the Chiefs and the division Browns, right, in their division. So they would have to go 3-0 and to make the playoffs. It's not going to happen. So I was wrong. Cincinnati's not going to win it. And to your point, Johnny, the Ravens are running with this one. There's just no question about it in that division. So I I, uh, I stopped hearing after you said you were wrong. Can you say it again? <laughs> the AFC South. <laughs> AFC South. The, Johnny, uh, Johnny picked Jacksonville. The, I picked Jacksonville, unfortunately. How are we looking? The Jags were my pick. Yep. As we all know. We all know. But they right now they do look pathetic. Thankfully, they play some pathetic teams down the stretch. Mm. They play the Bucks, the Panthers, and Titans. Mm. As I mentioned earlier, it's a three way tie in this division with the Texans and Colts. Texans have the Browns, Titans, and Colts left in the season. Colts have the Falcons, the Raiders, and Texans. Since the Colts and Texans play each other, it comes really down to that game between those games, between those teams. Everyone has divisional games down the stretch, but since the Jags play two games against the NFC South and the last against the worst team in their division, I have to stick with the Jacksonville Jaguars as my AFC South divisional champs this makes it really interesting right because we both picked jacksonville but unlike you i can admit when i'm wrong and i'm going to be wrong the jaguars did the one thing i told them not to do i asked them to prove me wrong i said in the beginning of the year that jacksonville's biggest problem is that they're the jaguars not to make fun of them or hurt them i love my florida teams but i also said in the beginning of the year capitalize on an easy schedule and win to which johnny said oh basically all you're saying is for them to win but yeah i needed them to do that so here we are i i got the bucks beating the jags i have houston beating the browns this week if and when i'm right the texans are going to be on top of the division johnny after this week nah. and when the and when the dust settles i was wrong on this one which let's be honest because i'm being honest Nobody expected this at the beginning of the year. But Rookie of the Year, C.J. Stroud, will have the Texans to win this division. That's what I'm saying right now. Division winner, I was wrong. It's the Texans. Johnny won't admit that he was wrong either. AFC West, Johnny. You picked the Chiefs. I picked the Chargers. Who's winning this division? Um, listen, it's it's Kansas City. It, even with their 8-5 and five record, and subpar performance this year. Who who is going to take it from the Chiefs? The Raiders, the Chargers. This division belongs to the Chiefs, much like the Patriots of old control the East. It's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, no, I, I, I you know, uh, I was wrong, but if we're being honest, folks, preseason, could you blame me? The NFL has turned the page on my generation. Definitely on Johnny's generation. He's older than dirt. There's no more Brady, no more Breeze, no more Phillip Rivers or Manning brothers around. So you you look at this division, and with a plethora of talent that they have, 
folks, it's Mahomes or Herbert battling for years to come in this division. So that's why I picked the Chargers, right? Because I thought that this could happen. It'll just have to wait till next year. The Chargers have a better coach to lead them next year. Who's the coach? Who's the coach? Someone better than what they have now. Who's their coach? Uh, John Gruden. Who's their coach? John Gruden. <laughs> Chiefs are winning the division. Broncos you won't catch them. So I was wrong. You see you see what it takes to admit when you're wrong? Again, I was wrong. Chargers maybe next year. Let's let's now we've talked about the divisions, Johnny. Let's go into the wild card. You picked your teams, okay. I picked mine. Yes. Your wild card. Who's your two wild cards coming in? Okay. Um my first wild card is the team I had to pick the division, but the Ravens have just controlled the AFC North. So it's the Cleveland Browns. They have a one-game lead in the wild card spot. They have the Texans, the Jets, the Bengals right on their heels. The ball's in their court, but I expect the Browns to take that elite defense and old man Joe to the playoffs. So really for me, it's the first AFC wild card spot is going to the Cleveland Browns. Okay. Secondly, my second spot in the AFC for the wild card spot, it's simple. It's the Buffalo Bills. You know I expect the Miami Dolphins to go ahead and win the AFC East. So the Bills have fought their way, truly fought their way hard to win this division. Chargers against the Chargers, the Patriots, Dolphins. The Chargers and the uh, the, the Patriots are easy to kind of eliminate. Dolphins, if they win or if I expect them to, will start half their games um, as uh, half their team, if you will. As I say, it's, it's a walk to the number one seed. And so the Bills have left. The Bills, like I mentioned, have the Chargers, Patriots, and Dolphins left in their season. Either way, Buffalo has dug their way back into the thick of it and will force their way into the playoffs. Into the thick of it. The, the Buffalo Bills will be the wild card out of the AFC with the Dolphins winning the AFCs. I mean, we're basically at the same. I'll cheers to this. We're basically at the same concept, right? We both got the Browns. I think it's we're on the same page there. The only thing where we're different is that you got the Bills, but I got the Bills winning. Therefore, I've got Miami, right, as the wild card. And that's really that's actually two good analysis. I think honestly, we'll give credit to both of us. But I guess it's going to depend on who wins that division, and so that's what it's going to come down to. Because I've got Miami, and I've got the Browns. So Miami is in it, but as a wild card team, and of course Johnny. If that's correct, then the Jaguars will miss the playoffs. Just don't want to, you know, there are only six teams, so the Jaguars miss the playoffs. The Jaguars are winning their division. Well, again, with my prediction. Let's move on to the NFC. We're going to start with the NFC East, where Johnny Cinco said the Eagles are going to win that division. I said the Cowboys. What are your thoughts now, Johnny? The NFC East, you're looking at the Philadelphia Eagles, like you mentioned, the Dallas Cowboys. It appears no one wants to win this division. Both teams keep losing games. They should Oof. win. Oof. Uh, but you look at the last games that are left in this particular season. Philly plays the Giants twice and the Cardinals. The Cowboys have the, the Dolphins, the Lions, and then the Commanders. It's an easier path for the Eagles to win this division send the Cowboys on the road in the playoffs to lose in the first round. Eagles are winning. Like I said, preseason, 
the NFC East. Yeah, right. So while Fluid Johnny always goes with the low barrel. How's it fluid? I, I said fluid, this. Fluid. I stuck with my team from preseason. Sir, sir, sir. I know you're going for your low bearing fruit. Uh-huh. I picked them boys when everybody was laughing, but Christian and I weren't laughing. Yeah, they lost this week. I get it, but guess what? So did the Eagles. Therefore, them boys control their own destiny. Listen to this, Johnny. You you stuck with the Eagles. I got to commend you for that because guess what, man? Guess what? If the Cowboys win out, they win the division, period. They're already right now ahead of Yes, they are. They're ahead of them. Yes, if they went out, Johnny, they control their own destiny. Now, Dolphins, Lions, Commanders. Two good teams, three winnable games, and the Cowboys win the crown. I was right, and I'm sticking with my pick. How about them boys? Cowboys winning this one, baby. Yeah, Let's sure. go. The, uh, if, if the... Dallas Cowboys are not beating Miami Dolphins. Okay. So just from that loss alone, this shows you that they're going to go ahead and, well, and face the wild card oh, okay. the weekend. That's what's going to be there. Well, that's why I picked them. Now, folks, this is this is why we watch the games. This is why you know you have to stay tuned. Now, moving on to the NFC North, Johnny, you had picked the Lions. I picked the Vikings. How do you see this division going? I mean, what? Do, why are we even talking about this? The the Lions have a three game lead in this division. Mm. Uh, they win one more oh. game, and, or Minnesota loses and it's done. Mm. So, like mm. I said, where you laughed at, the Detroit Lions are winning this division. They have a stranglehold. It's done. It's done. Detroit needs to win. Minnesota needs to lose, and it's done. And it's going to happen. You know, I love how you have like these definitive answers. And this is why the expression that on any given Sunday, anything can happen. That's so, no, any, no, but it's the truth, though. Anything can happen. So I absolutely love who we both picked early in this year. You picked the Lions. I picked the Vikings. My team that I picked hit the injury bug early. Mm-hmm. Your okay. team hit the easy schedule <laughs> bet. So good job. Good job. Way to go. Okay. I'm sticking with the Vikings till the wheels fall off. Yeah. I am not wavering. They, they fell off. No, they no because statistically, statistically you're wrong. They play this week, Johnny, and again as the last game of the year. So if they win the two out of the three games, you're wrong, and I'm sticking to my gut. Pound on that chest. Let's go. Vikings can still win this division, and it starts this week. If you're listening, Chris, if, uh, Chris, if you're still listening, that's what you get. For making all those memes about me and Tampa Bay and the Buccaneers. That's what you get, bro. That's what you get. The, the, the Detroit Lions just need to win one more game. Right. The next three games. And it's or that's they have Minnesota lose one game. You're telling me. they're playing me, each other you're, you're this game. Me, they're playing each other this game. You, 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 Wait, what are you still, doing? But in general. Okay. You're telling me. It's, it's, it's assumed. Okay. Regardless of okay. what happens this particular game. Okay. Let's say Vikings win. It doesn't matter. What okay. you're saying is that. That the the only way for Minnesota to win right. is that the the Lions gonna lose three straight and the Vikings gonna win three straight. You saying it's gonna happen? Yeah, I believe it. What a uh, I believe in O'Connell. Okay. I believe in the coach. I'm a you, firm you, believer in the coach. You, believe, my guns. you believe, must believe in Santa. Speaking of believing in Santa, the NFC South, folks, the NFC South, where Johnny, Johnny Cinco, John, fluid Johnny, Johnny Seahawks. Picked the New Orleans Saints to slap me around. I picked the Bucks. 
Johnny, man up and be a man here, baby. Who's winning this division? The uh, MC South, y'all know. I like the New Orleans Saints. They're a better team. And uh, really it's going to come down to the Buccaneers and Saints. They, they face each other next week. Not this upcoming week, the week after there. That's really going to come down to determine who's the divisional champ. But I expect Tampa to lose against Jacksonville. This particular week, I expect them to lose. And then they're going to lose against New Orleans the following week. So, by obvious, the Saints are going to take this division. It's simple <laughs> math. There's three games left. Hmm. I have Tampa Bay Yacht Boys losing against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And then, again, against the New Orleans Saints. They're done. Wow. Well, Johnny, please, just for once, in his life, will, will you acknowledge when you're wrong, bro? Uh, how like, am I like, wrong? like, just one time, say, "Damn, yo, my bad. I was wrong. I messed up." Right? Okay, all right. Then, then, then they can go ahead. Tampa can shut me up by making the playoffs, knocking out mm, the Saints, okay. and then you'll hear that from me. Well, I'm gonna stay true to what I said during the preseason, and what I said was the Bucks. All they need to do when Johnny was mocking me. All I said was they need to win nine games. Okay, that's all I said. They need to win nine games, and I think the pundits were like five and a half games. So I beat the pundits, and now I'm going to beat Johnny. Nothing has changed. Johnny's going to owe me an apology. The Bucks are winning this division. Let's go, Bucks, baby. Let's go. Sure, whatever you say. NFC West. Johnny picked the 49ers. I picked the 49ers. We know where this is going. Who's winning this one out? It's done. The, the San Francisco has already clinched this division, so there's no need to discuss. Mm-hmm. It's done. They've already clinched it with their, their last win um, on Sunday. So let's move forward from this. Yeah. We were both right. Right. You copied my Stilo. NFC oh, West I, 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 NFC I like how you stick NFC. the last little dagger in the end. But you know what, folks? Just stay healthy, right? Just stay healthy. The NFC is going to run through the Niners and the Cowboys, not the Niners and the Eagles like Johnny would have you believe. It's the Niners and the Cowboys. So I said what I said. I stand by it. NFC wildcard predictions, Johnny. Who do you got? Okay, so obviously I have Philadelphia winning this division uh, uh, with uh, the 10-4 and four record. Uh, so so it's obviously the Cowboys will make the wild card. Mm-hmm. And they, so it's simple. Like regardless of whoever is correct between you and I, between the Philadelphia, give me your other Cowboys, team. Okay. It's going to be for me. It's Philadelphia. They're, they're, it's, so it's Philadelphia is winning it. So the Cowboys are mm-hmm. wild card. Okay. You think the Cowboys are winning? So it's going to be Philadelphia. Okay. So okay. that's it's, it's it's the math. And is who's your other team? Who's your other team? Record. Who's your other team? So my other NFC team, surprisingly, my second wild card goes to. Seattle Seahawks. I hate you so much. I had a whole thing prepared for another team. And then Seattle handles the Eagles and put themselves in the best position to gain themselves the last wild card spots. Now I have the Saints winning the NFC South. That means it's either going to be the Bucks, Vikings, Rams, Hawks. Vikings are done. And I like the way the Rams are playing, so I expect them to win at least two of the last three games. I I love I love how Johnny, in poetic fashion, picks the Johnny Seahawks 
to be the other wild card team. He doesn't have the cojones, bro. The cojones to talk about the team that's going to win the division anyway. But that's all right. I digress. Here's the deal. It's the Eagles in the wild card because the them boys are winning their division. And it's the Lions that are going to be in the wild card, which is going to be a great wild card. Eagles and Lions in the wild card. It's going to be a great one. So that, that, that's why I pick. And and do do you question that? I mean, I don't I don't understand. What what, what are you questioning? No, I mean, I mean, for us, we're, we're we're back and forth in terms of the wild card spots, in terms of who's going to win the wild card. For me, it's simple. Like I have Dallas, you have Philly, because whoever doesn't win right. the NFC, you know, you know, East in that particular setting, it's it's, it's the loser's going to be the wild card spot right. there. It's just representing the other team that's in place. Right, which is I got the Eagles because the Cowboys are there, and then I got the Lions because the Bucks are in there. So what are you talking about? No, no, no. The, 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 the Saints are winning the NFC South. Right. That means it's either going to be the Bucks, Vikings, Rams, or Hawks. Vikings are done. They, they, they're they playing with their third string at Keenum. Right. And I like the way the Rams are playing. They expect them to win at least two of their last three. The Bucks are losing to the Jags this week. Right, but That's the, what and the reason why I have the Eagles and Lions is because I got the Vikings and then winning. They face, I, I've got the Vikings winning. That's and what you're saying. Then they face the Saints, okay. and they're closing with a win against Carolina. Both the Bucks and the Jags are in a must-win situation. They're both in a must-win situation, oh, okay. and the Jags are a better team. It will come down to the Week 17 matchup um, against um, the Saints. And I expect the Saints to win. I'm right and you're wrong, brother. You're going to agree, you're gonna have to agree to disagree. By, by, by losing two out of their last three, they knock the Bucks out. The Rams wow, face Wow, you're Saints. saying the Bucks are knocked out of the I'm playoffs. saying they're knocked out. They're going to lose the, two Jesus. of their last three. Okay. You know, they, they right. the Rams are going to face the Saints, which then will okay. face them to face the Giants. Okay. And then they're going to face a B-squad San Francisco team because San Francisco in the last game of the season, they're already going to have it locked up. They're going to face a B-squad. And they're most likely going to sit their starters preparing for the playoffs. So the Rams with two out of three. Seattle has the Titans, the Steelers, the Cardinals. They have the easiest path to the wild card spot. So it's simple for me. The last Wild card spot. You know where it's going. It's going to Seattle. Trash. Go ahead. That's all right. I'm, I'm done. That's listen, trash. listen. Chris, as much fun as uh, football has been to watch, we both equally know it can, can be equally frustrating, especially when it comes to fantasy football playoffs. I've had my absolute worst year in fantasy. You've had your best. My uh, advice has been on point, as most uh, just about every one of my sleepers Losers and advice? weekly okay. waiver wire guys have produced. Mm. But we all know in fantasy, it's better to be lucky than good. Oh God! So let's forget the waiver wire picks. We got our teams. Hmm. Tell me if we are to start or sit our players. Our listeners are trying to advance into the playoffs. Now, understand, you will if you'll sit them, you will have a comparative replacement. If you're trying to decide between two, you know, backs or QBs, we have a few guys on the bubble. So if you have one of these guys on your team and you're scratching your head on, you know, what's going on, we got you covered. 
Don't I, let him down, Chris. I got him covered. I got. Don't him let him down, Chris. I got him. I got him. I got Your him. Your decision will him. cost people not only money, but fancy football glory. Bring it on. Bring it on. Let's, Let's go. start. Okay, start him or sit him, Chris. Rashad White. Rashad Tampa White. Bay. Okay. Tampa Bay Buccaneers running back. All right. So you're, you're you're talking about the number four running back in the league. He he's the guy's playing above his payroll, and I think we all know that. He's averaging 16 points per game. Listen, guys, he's an RB1 the rest of the way. There's no question about it. He has a tough matchup against the Jags, but he's a dual threat RB1, right? Dual threat. So he's more than a check down safety blanket for Baker Mayfield. He's actually involved in the passing game. They're, they're actually doing plays around this kid, right? So with games against New Orleans and Carolina after, if you have Rashad White on your team, pat yourself on the back, start him with confidence, He's one of the main reasons why you're alive in this playoff race to begin with. So don't overthink this. The rest of the season, Rashad White is a must start for your team. Okay. Fair enough. Let's go to the next guy here. We got Austin Eckler. Who you got, Chris? I I love how you're asking these questions because I am number one in my fantasy football league. So you're asking the wisdom of, of who I am, Johnny. So I thank you for that. Austin Eckler. Listen, folks. Stay away from Austin Eckler. He is not even a flex option for you. Single digits in four of the last five games. And here's the schedule. He plays Buffalo, Denver, Kansas City. (laughs) Gross. Schedule down the stretch. No Herbert is insult to injury. I know you're probably thinking like, oh, he's going to be the main cog because Herbert's hurt. Um, You know, you thought he would be, you know, when you drafted him. No, no, no. There's no viable options better than Eckler at this point for the season so you stay away from him please don't tell me he's a must start just because you drafted him where you did so Johnny Austin Eckler stay away from him don't start him it's good advice especially because I said I said preseason to stay away from Austin Eckler he's gonna have a down year oh you said that oh you said that you said that you said he had a down year oh Calvin Ridley Chris Calvin Ridley, can I? Wide receiver, Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, right. Can I? Can I say start him with an asterisk? Is that allowed or no? Start him or sit him, Chris. <laughs> I knew you were gonna do that. All right. Well, I guess start him. And I hate. I hate that I'm saying to start him because they're they're playing the Bucks, right? And the Bucks are known for making wide receiver ones look like studs when they play. So this week, Riddle Ridley, excuse me, should have that type of a game. He gets double-digit looks in back-to-back games against Carolina and Tennessee. You know, when those games happen, you're going to want to look elsewhere. So just warn you right now. But he is a must-start on the receptions alone. He gets double-digit receptions. He's a feast or famine type of receiver. So if you're pulling my leg, Johnny, for this week, start him against the Bucks. Okay, I got that. Because the secondary for the Tampa Buccaneers is trash. So it makes perfect sense. Oh, like to dig me in, yeah. Our next guy, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Start him or sit him? Kyler Murray. Uh, unfortunately, folks, look elsewhere. You got to sit him. And and it's not his fault, man. It really isn't his fault. The, the last three weeks, he has not had a healthy wide receiver group to throw to. Like, honestly, he has not. Over the next three weeks, you would imagine he has something to play for. So he's going to ball out for you. But... The Cardinals are not interested in winning games. I think we all know this, folks. If you're looking for a QB at this point of the season, 
your team is not really good to begin with, right? Let's be honest. So there's so many other options out there at quarterback available in the waiver wire. The, the waiver wire should have some. Stay away from Kyler Murray. I don't even know why. I don't even know why, Johnny. If you're competing in the playoffs, this is a question for you right now. Uh, I agree. Stay away from Kyler Murray. Yep. Some people are light on the quarterbacks, and you have him as an option. I agree with that assessment. Mm-hmm. Next guy. Joe, the most average quarterback of all time, Flacco. When I say that there are better quarterbacks out there, right? Insert better quarterback option. Here's Joe Flacco. And and at this point, honestly, it would be a better option than Kyler Murray. Minimum three touchdowns in each game he's played and over 250 yards in each contest. Uh, I don't have him winning against Houston, right? But that doesn't mean that he can't give you another two touchdowns or 200 yards passing, right? Statistically, anyway. So the schedule goes Houston, Jets, and the Bengals. It's not a bad last three games for Flacco if he's on your bench. So for me, Johnny, three games is enough for me. Believe that it's not a fluke. He's going to continue to ball down the stretch. If it's between Murray and Flacco, or if you need a quarterback and Flacco is there, start him. He's going to do good. I mean, Flacco has given you 20-plus points every week the last three weeks. So. Right. And his matchup this particular week isn't overwhelming. So I, I would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 those are the players we have. But just out of just curiosity, it's he's already been ruled out for this upcoming week. But uh, Aaron Rodgers, I've said since the, since the beginning, he's done for the season. I don't care what the Jets did. The Jets have obviously fallen apart. Uh, but let's assuming that the Jets were in contention. Aaron Rodgers was supposed to come back Christmas Eve. Would you start Aaron Rodgers this upcoming week on Christmas Eve, Chris? So we're playing hypotheticals now. Correct. We, we've gotten to the point where uh, we're hypothetically thinking and assuming that if if had had. Aaron Rodgers come back in time. Would we start? Of course you start Aaron Rodgers. Come on, man. And I'll tell you what, man. If you're a real baller, if you listen to this podcast at this point, and you have a fancy team and you're dominating, you know what you should do? You should grab your pair of cojones. And if you have availability, just pick up Aaron Rodgers because you can, right? And then win with him on your bench. That's a W right there. That's ballsy. That's what I would do. I'd pick him up, put him on the bench, and freaking win. That's that, that's and what you do. This is All of you guys listening are in the fantasy football playoffs. You and I both know that Aaron Rodgers is not going to get you the points you need to win your playoff game. No, he's Week out. One, he decided he was in there for what two uh, two plays, and he was done. Yeah. So you're going to rely on him to win you a playoff game? No, you never pick up Aaron Rodgers as long as he's playing. For the Jersey Jets, they're a jinx. Well, he's it's not playing, done. so yeah, he's not. So playing. you know, even if it was, we're talking about hypothetical. I know, I know. Hypothetically, you never pick up Aaron Rodgers as long as he's playing for the Jersey Jets. Hypothetically, the Jets wouldn't have this record, but I digress. I don't know. It's an opinion. Okay. Listen, folks, ladies and gents, we've had a great time talking about this week just focus on football because with three weeks left i mean that's really that's that's really what's come down to the stretches merry christmas is is who's winning that's, that's my <laughs> it's who's it's who's winning it's done who's gonna have the playoff push and in your fantasy team i hope you make the right call when it comes to start him 
Folks, this is Johnny Cinco. I'm Christian. We're out, folks. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye. <laughs>